This is Plant-Based Briefing. What is cholesterol, how it works, foods to avoid, and the truth about HDL? Part 2 by Courtney Davison at ForksOverKnives.com. And I'm Marian Erickson. This is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate articles on plant-based and vegan topics with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. Today's article is longer, so it's a two-parter. I read part one yesterday, so go back and listen to that first and then jump back here for part two. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. What is cholesterol, how it works, foods to avoid, and the truth about HDL? Part two by Courtney Davison at ForksOverKnives.com. What are normal cholesterol levels? Ranges for quote-unquote normal cholesterol levels vary based on age, sex, and medical history, but according to the Mayo Clinic, adults age 20 and older should aim for the following numbers. For total cholesterol, below 200 is desirable, 200 to 239 is borderline high, and 240 and above is high. For LDL cholesterol, below 70 is optimal for people who have coronary artery disease, CAD. Below 100 is optimal for people who have diabetes or other risk factors for CAD. 100 to 129, near optimal if there is no CAD, high if there is CAD. 130 to 159 is borderline high if there's no CAD, high if there is CAD. 160 to 189, high if there is no CAD, very high if there is CAD. And 190 and above, very high, likely representing a genetic condition. And for HDL cholesterol numbers, for men, below 40 is poor, 40 to 59 is better, and 60 and above is optimal, with the notation that there's some debate about whether HDL cholesterols in excess of 60 is truly beneficial. LDL cholesterol levels may be a more reliable indicator of cardiovascular health. And for women, below 50 is poor, 50 to 59 is better, and 60 and above is optimal, with the same notation. For more detailed information about normal cholesterol levels, see the American Heart Association and American College of Cardiology guidelines for clinicians linked here. Testing. If diagnosed early, high cholesterol can be resolved before doing any damage to the cardiovascular system. Cholesterol screening should start early in life. Children should be screened at least once between ages 9 and 11, according to the Centers for Disease Control. For adults at low risk of cardiovascular disease, the CDC recommends cholesterol testing every five years starting at age 20. Those who have a family history of heart disease or other risk factors, such as previous cardiac event, high blood pressure, diabetes, and prediabetes, should be tested more frequently. Symptoms of high cholesterol. High cholesterol doesn't typically present any noticeable symptoms until it's developed into atherosclerosis, and even then it often goes unnoticed. Some people with advanced atherosclerosis may experience chest pain, shortness of breath, and feelings of fatigue, especially during exercise when the heart demands more oxygen. Some people with advanced atherosclerosis may experience chest pain, shortness of breath, and feelings of fatigue, especially during exercise when the heart demands more oxygen but is unable to get it because the artery is so diseased it can't dilate to provide adequate blood flow. Erectile dysfunction can also be a sign of cardiovascular disease. In rare cases, elevated blood cholesterol can cause fatty, yellowish bumps on or around the eyelids, a condition known as xanthelasma palpebrarum. But for many, a heart attack or stroke is the first noticeable symptom of high cholesterol and cardiovascular disease, which is why regular screening is so important. Complications of high cholesterol. The primary complication arising from high cholesterol is cardiovascular disease, including coronary artery disease, stroke, and myocardial infraction or heart attack. Strokes and heart attacks follow a similar chain of events. An arterial plaque ruptures, a blood clot forms on the ruptured plaque, 
The blood clot completely blocks blood from flowing through the artery, preventing blood from getting to the brain in the case of a stroke or the heart in the case of a heart attack. High cholesterol and resulting atherosclerosis may contribute to high blood pressure as the heart has to work harder to pump through constricted plaque-laden blood vessels. In addition to cardiovascular complications, a number of studies suggest that high cholesterol may impair insulin sensitivity, leading to insulin resistance. Insulin resistance significantly increases the risk of several chronic diseases, including type 2 diabetes, fatty liver disease, chronic kidney disease, and Alzheimer's disease. How to lower cholesterol. For patients with extremely high cholesterol and or established cardiovascular disease, lipid-lowering medications such as statins may be necessary. For many people, lifestyle modifications alone may be enough to bring cholesterol down into the healthy range. For the vast majority of patients who have elevated cholesterol and who do not yet have heart disease, the first-line therapy is lifestyle modifications, says Harkin. That involves changes in diet, exercise, and all other lifestyle factors but diet is one of the biggest levers that we can pull. Foods to avoid. To lower your cholesterol, steer clear of the following foods, which are high in trans fats, saturated fats, and or cholesterol. Red meat, both processed and unprocessed, dairy products like milk, cheese, and butter, palm oil, coconut oil, lard, and highly processed foods. Excessive alcohol use and consumption of refined sugars has been strongly tied to elevated triglycerides. Best foods to eat to lower your cholesterol. The American Heart Association recommends eating a diet rich in whole plant foods to improve cardiovascular health. These include whole grains, legumes, fruits, starchy vegetables, non-starchy vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Plant foods can lower cholesterol in two key ways, by crowding out unhealthy foods and by providing the body with ample soluble fiber, which binds to excess cholesterol so that it's excreted as waste. Most plant foods contain soluble fiber, but especially good sources include beans, lentils, chia seeds, oats, barleys, and berries. Harkin recommends a whole food plant-based diet for its ability to promote heart health and metabolic health overall. A whole food plant-based diet is by definition very low in saturated fat and it's very high in that soluble fiber, says Harkin. It's also obviously great for regulating blood sugar levels, blood pressure, all these things that help us lower our overall risk of cardiovascular disease. You just listened to What is Cholesterol? How it Works, Foods to Avoid, and the Truth about HDL, Part 2 by Courtney Davison at ForksOverKnives.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and if you're interested in some related episodes, I'll link these in the show notes, or you can search them wherever you listen, or go to PlantBasedBriefing.com click on episodes and then there's a great search function in there. But there are episodes 20, 111, 159, 245, 435, 473, and 544. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit and thanks for listening.